And I want us to to give some thought to this because in our culture today, I think that there is far too much, even among professing Christians, far too much of a careless attitude given towards one another and in particular our our own families, whether it's children to parents, uh, certainly aging parents, or parents towards children, or or that sort of thing. But, and it's a real grief to me, because I know individuals, and you know them too. We know individuals that are in the ministry in some way, perhaps they're not preachers, but they are definitely in active Christian ministry, and they talk a very good talk. But I tell you what, when it comes to the home life or when it comes to responsibilities of a father toward his children or a husband toward his wife or toward aging parents especially, I just see a great failure there. And now I think we're all guilty of failure to one degree or another, of course. And so this is not casting stones because we all need to shore up on this. But it really is grieving when you see when you see it in in dis- on display in certain in certain circles and it's it's it really removes or diminishes, let's say, the testimony of their uh, otherwise good Christian ministry. And so I want us to be give a little bit of attention to this because, like I said, while Jesus was hanging on the cross, gasping his last few breaths, he took the time to take care of his mother. And in John chapter 19, verse 27, in verse 26, it says, When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple standing by, whom he loved, that's referring to the disciple John, he saith unto his mother, Woman, behold thy son. Then saith he to the disciple John, Behold thy mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her unto his own home. From that hour, that disciple, John, was given the responsibility, Jesus passing that responsibility of the son to the disciple, John, of taking care of his earthly mother. Now, with all that Jesus was in the throes of accomplishing at that very moment in time, you would think that he would get a pass for overlooking this detail. But it's important to him, and it's significant, I believe, enough to be recorded in Scripture that we should be sitting up and taking note 
taking care of family um, can be seen, well, is seen often today in our society as a burden. But it should not be seen that way. It is a responsibility, but it is also an expression of our faith and our devotion to God himself. It is something that we should be seeing as our service to God. You see, in, and we, we learn about this in Matthew, and we'll just uh, make some, I'll just be reading a few other passages here. In Matthew chapter 25, when the Son of Man shall come in his glory, verse 31, and all the holy angels with him sitting upon the throne. So you have the sheep and then you have the goats. And the, and the king shall say, to the sheep, come, blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom. For I was hungered, you gave me meat, thirsty, drink, stranger, you took me in. Naked, clothed me, sick, visited me, in prison, came to me. I'm just going through quickly. Then the righteous shall answer, saying, Lord, basically, what are you talking about? When did we see you this way? And the king shall answer and said, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye have done it unto the least of these my brethren, ye have done it to me. And then he turns to those on the left on the left hand, depart from me, for I was a hungered, you gave me no meat, thirsty, no drink, stranger, you took me not in, etc. And they said, Lord, we did not see you hunger hungry or thirsty or naked. I mean, if we if we saw you, we would have done something about it. Paraphrase. Then shall he answer, saying, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. You see, it is hard for us to believe sometimes, and it's hard for us to remember because it can become uh, such a clutter of of the here and the now, you know, we're so taken up with what's in front of us, taking care of an individual or whatever. But this should be a reminder to us that what may seem insignificant and what may seem like something that should be given to others to do, this is our service to the Lord. I wonder if we really see it that way. Sometimes we just see it as human compassion, just on a strictly human level. And that's fine, and that only goes f- so far though. Because we all get we all get tired and we all get to the end of our rope, let's say. But if we can really see it this way, whether it's an aging parent or whether it's someone in prison or whether it's somebody who's a hungered or thirsty, somebody who is in our church body that is in need. It's not just a, a human compassion thing that should drive us. Christ is saying, If you're doing it to them, you're doing it to me. That should be motivation enough. 1 Timothy 5 talks about widows. It says, Honor widows that are widows indeed. 
But if any widow, if any widow have children or nephews, let them first learn to show piety at home and to requite their parents. That word is a, a word that says to repay their parents, for that is good and acceptable before God. Now she that is a widow indeed and desolate trusts in God and continueth in supplications and prayers night and day. And so there is a there is a an an instruction here by Paul that the children ought to take care of the widows that are widows indeed. You know, we read from John 19 and John was the one that had to take had the responsibility of taking care of Mary. And you can just imagine after the the scene at the cross, John putting his arm around Mary, taking her home with him. And from that day on to the day she died, I'm sure he had full responsibility of her and he took that charge seriously but in 1st john chapter 3 this is the the epistle that the apostle wrote that same john by the way if you read 1st john i i, I was amazed at this as i was scanning through 1st john there's a lot in there that talks about how we treat one another. And this is just one of them in verse John chapter 3, verse 17. Whoso hath this world's goods, seeth his brother in need, shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him. How, how, how dwelleth the love of God in him? So you, you, you can have people that in, are active in, in ministries and, and different things, but if you see something that's very obvious here, a brother in need, but certainly of your own household, the apostle is asking a very penetrating question. My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. James 1, <clears throat> 27 says, Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. You want pure religion? You want real religion? What is it? If it were up to us, we would start reciting, you know, the Westminster Confession or some great creed. By the way, this is not a knock on creeds. But James says, pure religion and undefiled is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction. What is it about the fatherless and the widows? They have nothing that they can give back to you. There is no earthly benefit to you. Fatherless, basically the orphans, and the widows. One final verse. Uh, the reason why I bring these verses, and there's plenty more, but the reason why I'm bringing these verses up is these are just ones that came to my mind 
as to how our relationships seem to affect uh, the efficacy of maybe our prayer lives, our spiritual lives, generally speaking. It's all related. It's not compartmentalized. First Peter 3, 7, Husbands, dwell with your wives according to knowledge, giving un- honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. That means that your prayers can be hindered. If there's a problem between husbands and wives, a known problem, and um, this command here is to dwell with them according to knowledge. We need to understand them, we need to know them, and we need to give honor to them. Just some verses, friends, very simple, just some thoughts on um, on the responsibilities that we have. Now, I don't know you all for the most part, so I don't know your situation, but I, I guess I would encourage you and exhort that if you have relationships in your own experience, whether it's in marriage or parents or children, and there is a responsibility there that you know that is that is is lacking. My encouragement would be to, for you to pray and ask God for the grace to be able to obey the scriptures. Because if we if we want to see the Lord work in revival, if we want the Lord to hear our prayers then these things are not unimportant. It was one of the seven things that Jesus uttered from the cross. And we should sit up and take note.